0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. This is our seventh cycle of reading together and so if you're new, I welcome you and we're so happy that you could join us. And for those of you who have been listening a long time, it is such a privilege and a blessing for us to be able to read the scriptures for you. My name is Johanna, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 8th of November, and it is the 14th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. We've almost reached the Cheshvan full moon. Halfway through this month, it has flown by. Um, this week, our parasha is called Vayera, which means, and he appeared, and today's Portion out of the Torah, which is the first section we will read, is Genesis nineteen, verses one through twenty. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people, Israel, and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah. Our Master. The two angels came to Stom at evening. Lot sat in the gate of Stom. Lot saw them and rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth, and he said, See now, my lords, please come into your servant's house, stay all night, wash your feet, and you can rise up early and go on your way. They said, No, but we will stay in the street all night. But he urged them greatly, and they came in with him and entered his house. And he made them a feast and baked matzah, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Stum, surrounded the house, both young and old, all the people from every quarter. They called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came in to you this night? Bring them out to us, that we may have sex with them. Lot went out to them through the door, and shut the door after himself, and said, Please, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. See now, I have two virgin daughters. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them what seems good to you. Only do not do anything to these men, because they have come under the shadow of my roof. They said, Stand back. Then they said, This one fellow came in to live as a foreigner, and he appoints himself a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. Then they pressed hard on the man Lot and came near to break the door. But the men reached out their hand, and brought Lot into the house to them, and shut the door. They struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. Then the men said to Lot, ''Do you have anybody else here, sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city, bring them out of the place?'' for we will destroy this place because the outcry against them has grown so great before the Lord that the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who were pledged to marry his daughters and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed to his sons-in-law to be joking. When the morning came, Then the angels hurried Lot, saying, Get up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. But he lingered, and the men grabbed his hand, his wife's hand, and his two daughters' hands, the Lord being merciful to him. And they took him out and set him outside of the city. It came to pass when they had taken them out that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, and do not stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be consumed. Lot said to them, Oh, not so, my lords. See now, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown to me in saving my life. I cannot escape to the mountain, lest evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is near to flee to, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul will live. That was Genesis nineteen one through 20. Our portion today from the Prophets. We'll be starting a new book, and we will be reading Judges chapter 1. Now it happened, after the death of Yehoshua, that the sons of Israel asked of the Lord, saying, Who should go up for us to fight against the Canaanites, to fight against them? The Lord said, Yehuda shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. And Yehudah said to Shimon his brother, Come up with me into my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites. And I likewise will go with you into your lot. So Shimon went with him. Yehuda went up, and the Lord delivered the Canaanites and the Perizzites into their hand. And they struck ten thousand men in Bezek. They found Adonibezek Bezek in Bezek, and they fought against him. They struck the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But Adonibezek Bezek fled, and they pursued him, caught him, and cut off his thumbs and his big toes. And Adoni Bezek said, Seventy kings, having their thumbs and their big toes cut off, scavenged under my table, as I have done, so God has done to me. And they brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The children of Yehudah fought against Jerusalem, took it, struck it with the edge of the sword, and set the city on fire. After that, the children of Yehudah went down to fight against the Canaanites, who lived in the hill country, and in the south, and in the lowland. Yehudah went against the Canaanites, who lived in Hebron. The name of Hebron before that was Kiryat Arba. They struck Sheshai, Achiman, and Talmai. From there he went against the inhabitants of Devir, the name of ville, before that was Kiryat Zefer. Kalev said, I will give Achsa, my daughter, as wife to the man who strikes Kiryat Zefer and takes it. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Kalev's younger brother, took it. So he gave him Achsa, his daughter, as wife. When she came, she got him to ask her father for a field. She got off her donkey, and Kalev said to her, What would you like? And she said to him, Give me a blessing, because you have set me in the land of the south. Give me also springs of water. Then Kalev gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. The children of the Kenite, Moshe's brother-in-law, went up out of the city of palm trees with the children of Yehuda, into the wilderness of Yehudah, which is in the south of Arad, and they went and lived with the people. Yehudah went with Shimon his brother, and they struck the Canaanites who inhabited Svat, and utterly destroyed it. The name of the city was called Hurma. Also Yehudah took Gaza with its border, and Ashkelon with its border, and Ekron with its border. The Lord was with Yehuda and drove out the inhabitants of the hill country, for he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley, because they had chariots of iron. They gave Hevon to Caleb, as Moshe had said, and he drove out the three sons of Anak out of there. But the children of Binyamin did not drive out the Jebusites who inhabited Jerusalem. But the Jebusites dwell with the children of Binyamin in Yushalim to this day. The house of Joseph also went up against Bethel, and the Lord was with them. The house of Joseph sent to spy out Bethel, the name of the city before that was Luz. The watchers saw a man come out of the city, and they said to him, Please, show us the entrance into the city and we will deal kindly with you. And he showed them the entrance into the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword, but they let the man and all his family go. The man went into the land of the Hittites, built a city, and called its name Luz, which which is its name to this day. Menashe did not drive out the inhabitants of bet and its towns, nor Ta'anach and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Ivleam and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo and its towns. But the Canaanites would dwell in that land. When Israel had grown strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor and did not utterly drive them out. Ephraim did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer, but the Canaanites lived in Gezer among them. Zvulun did not drive out the inhabitants of Kiton, nor the inhabitants of Nachalol, but the Canaanites lived among them and became subject to forced labor. Asher did not drive out the inhabitants of Akko, nor the inhabitants of Sidon, nor of Achlav, nor of Achaziv, nor of Chilba, nor of Afik, nor of Rehov, but the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Naphtali did not drive out the inhabitants of Bet Shemesh, nor the inhabitants of Bet Anat, but he lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Betchemesh and of Bethanat became subject to forced labor. The Amorites forced the children of Dan into the hill country, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. But the Amorites would dwell in Mount Heres, in Ayalon, and in Sha'alvim. Yet the hand of the house of Yosef prevailed, so that they became subject to forced labor. And the border of the Amorites was from the ascent of Akhavim, from the rock and upward. That was Judges chapter 1, or Shoftim chapter 1. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 26. By David, judge me, Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, for I have trusted in the Lord, I shall not falter. Examine me, Lord, and prove me. Try my heart and my mind. For your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with deceitful men, neither will I go in with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will also wash my hands in innocence. So I will go about your altar, Lord, that I may make the voice of thanksgiving to be heard and tell of all your wondrous deeds. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, the place where your glory dwells. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands is wickedness. Their right hand is full of bribes, But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations, I will bless the Lord. That was Psalm 26. And now our portion from the Apostles today is Matthew 18. In that hour, the disciples came to Yeshua, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Yeshua called a little child to himself and set him in the middle of them and said, Amen, I tell you, unless you turn and become as little children, you will in no way enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever therefore humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a huge millstone were hung around his neck and that he were sunk into the depths of the sea Woe to the world because of occasions of stumbling, for it must be that the occasions come, but woe to that person through whom the occasion comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life maimed or crippled rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the eternal fire. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into the Gehenom of fire. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man came to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has one hundred sheep, and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine, go to the mountains, and seek that which has gone astray? If he finds it, amen, I tell you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine which have not gone astray. Even so... It is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go, show him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained back your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two more with you that at the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the assembly. If he refuses to hear the assembly also, let him be to you as a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I tell you, whatever things you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever things you release on earth will have been released in heaven. Again, assuredly, I tell you, that if two of you will agree on earth concerning anything that they will ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the middle of them. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times? Yeshua said to him, I do not tell you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to reconcile accounts with his servants. When he had begun to reconcile, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. But because he could not pay, his lord commanded him to be sold with his wife, his children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. So the servant therefore fell down and knelt before him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will repay you all. The Lord of that servant, being moved with compassion, released him and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him one hundred denarii, And he grabbed him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison until he should pay back that which was due. When his fellow servants saw what was done, they were exceedingly sorry and came and told their lord all that was done. Then his Lord called him in and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow servant, even as I had mercy on you? His Lord was angry and delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly Father will also do to you If you do not each forgive your brother from your hearts for his misdeeds. That was Matthew 18 and it concludes the readings for this episode. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll read 2 John 1 today also. Before I let you go, I wanted to mention something to all of you. A while back, Um, Amy wrote and asked us all to pray for Isaiah, a little boy with cancer, um, who had not been given much hope. And so I heard back from her, and she says, Hello, ladies. I want to give you an update about Isaiah that I just received today. The doctors and all the specialists say a miracle has been done. They gave this little boy no hope, And today, they told his parents the cancer is gone. They're all amazed. The parents know where the healing came from and are praising God. And so they thank you for prayers and ask for continued prayer for um, no side effects from the high doses of chemo that he went through. His body cast came off and the x-rays show no disease anywhere. And then um, she says also that... After that, they found out that they need to continue treatments because of the high return rate with that type of cancer. So please continue to pray that the chemo won't affect his organs and that the healing would be completed. What a miracle. And um, I just want to encourage you when you finish listening to this episode, if you could thank God for the miracle he has done and that he would continue to complete the healing for Isaiah. Thank you so much, ladies, for standing with Amy and Isaiah's family in prayer. I pray that you have a blessed day and that God's mercies would be with you throughout your day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the rain-drenched mountains of Judea here in Israel. Until next time.